Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. May 29, 2020, the yet another Trump temper tantrum edition. And we'll start with that story. As the president signed an executive order on Thursday targeting legal protections that keep people from suing social media websites. The move follows his anger at Twitter over its decision this week to append, append a fact check labels to several of his tweets about in-mail voting, along with links to accurate information on the topic. Much of the president's order consists of complaints about social media companies and their efforts to flag or remove content deemed inappropriate. The law, uh, 1996 law, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, bars people from suing providers of an interactive computer service if liable for libel if users post defamatory messages. Uh, of course, this is a congressional law, which Trump cannot uh, simply overturn via fiat. Uh, he just basically threw a temper tantrum because... Um, Twitter called him out for his lies, uh, particularly around uh, Joe Scarborough uh, allegedly murdering a co-worker. So um, Trump throws a temper tantrum, and of course, it'll be yet more work for the federal courts. Next up, from the New York Times, the CDC has suggested some pretty big changes in guidelines for returning to work at the office. The guidelines would transform the everyday experience of employees across the country, literally from execs to clerical workers. Upon arriving at work, employees would get a temperature and symptom check. Inside the office, desks should be six feet apart. Uh, If that's not possible, employers should consider erecting plastic shields. Seating would be barred in common areas. Face covers should be worn at all times. All of these recommendations uh, provide the safest way for American employers reopening their offices to to keep or prevent the spread from coronavirus. Of course, these recommendations, I'm sure, will be rejected by the Trump administration as scaremongering, but without uh, companies implementing these, it's difficult to believe that they would obtain the liability waivers that they want if they will not put such uh, practices into effect. So it's going to be an interesting continued fight by the people who want to kill you by not wearing masks. Uh, Next up, from Bloomberg Law, an article uh, that uh, companies must prioritize and a bribery corruption during the pandemic. Obviously, the heightened risk of corruption and corrupt payments has increased during this time, and the uh, Department of Justice under uh, William Barr has been directed to prioritize prosecution of COVID-19 related fraud and bribery schemes. So some of the things that uh, companies should do is reiterate corporate commitment to compliance, maintain strong internal reporting mechanisms, and heighten screening of new deals. Deals and mergers and acquisitions will become more important under the, um, uh, rather coming out of COVID-19, because um, there should be a lot of those of companies uh, looking to be bought to save themselves. And finally, companies in the freight business are leaning on freight technology to untangle scrambled supply chains. 
Technology designed to streamline supply chains in the pre-pandemic world is helping businesses cope with coronavirus-driven upheaval, providing help adjusting from the volatile swings in the demands of trucking of critical supplies going forward. So one more instance of the use of technology to help uh, undo or rather solve the problems, this time in the supply chain. It's going to be interesting to see how this relates to the compliance world. I hope you'll check out this month's 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, where I'm focusing on written standards. Also, I hope you will check out the Compliance Life, where we are featuring Ellen Hunt. And finally, I start a five-part series on compliance programs in the banking industry and beyond, sponsored by K2 Intelligence Fin. Check all those out this week on the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.